Welcome to the Pull the Shoot podcast with Jeff and Jana. This is our weekly venture into the world of small to medium-sized businesses and the entrepreneurial spirit that drives success. So our goal here is to help you grow and to be the best you can be, both in business and personally. To do that, we identify and we discuss topics that will hopefully help you as you work to build a successful business. We also interview business owners and executives. It's our hope that you may be able to gain insight on ways to help you be a better leader and provide a better culture for your people. Our mission here is to help you pull the chute once a week to work on your business instead of always working in your business. So we hope you find these discussions insightful, helpful, and useful. And thanks for your support. We hope you enjoy today's podcast. Well, welcome to the podcast, everyone. We are so excited that you are here today. You know, we, uh, Jan and I do these and we just like having fun doing them, but uh, we're excited because we hit a thousand downloads finally on our podcast. So, uh, so that, that was kind of a fun event and uh, we are well on our way to 2000 already. Things are really, really taking off. So thanks to all our listeners and supporters out there. We really appreciate you guys. Hey, Jana, how are you doing? You're back. We both were on little vacations, but we were, we were on little vacations to different islands, man. It was fabulous. (laughs) I mean, again, when you get away from the stress pool that we all live in, it's just, you, it does make you kind of realize that there, there might be another way, <laughs> but that's okay. It was great to come back. And, you know, I think also we're a little addicted to all this energy and stuff that wow. moves around us as individuals and business owners and coaches and all that stuff. So, hey, I'm back in the thick of it. I had a good time. How about you, Jeff? You had a good time? I had a great time. I had a great time. We were celebrating yeah. my sister's birthday. Um, I won't give it away the age, but it was one of those bigger ones. So uh, yes, <laughs> I was, I was happy that we were all there as a family to be together. So, but you know, I'm really more excited about uh, our guest today, um, Jenny. You and I went to a, na- a networking event, and we ran in to uh, to Mindy Bess, and and she's the CEO of the James Best Foundation, and um, she's got an amazing story that. Um, we just, we both met her and we we're like, you've got to be on the podcast. Yes. So, yes. So we're excited that you're here. Mindy, welcome. And we're so glad that you joined us. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. So Mindy, tell us a little bit, uh, give us your background. First of all, we yes. have to like, just get our listeners to understand who you are as a person. So give us a little bit about you as a person and, and uh, tell us all the fun facts that we need to know. <laughs> well, um, so again, my name is Mindy. I have lived in Nashville since August of 2015. Um, before that, i um been all over the country. I was born and raised in Orlando, Florida, and graduated from the University of Central Florida. And then two days after I graduated, I packed everything up and moved to Portland, Oregon. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Cross country. <laughs> that is definitely cross country. Um, and, and a different, I, different terrain altogether, too. So yes. It is. It was a different, um, it was just a culture shock all around, not just with the weather, but like, you know, out there it's more independent and like, it's not as family oriented as it is here in the South. So that took a little bit of, you know, finagling, but, um, I really did enjoy my time out there. It's, it's beautiful. Um, so I was there for almost eight years. It was May, I believe of 2014, um, that kind of all the doors shut for me there and um, moved to Arkansas for about 14 months. My mom and some of my family were out there. 
And then finally, in August of 2015, the doors opened for me to come to Nashville, and I've been here ever since. That's great. So, yeah, I I love it here. I've just, you know, my whole focus was the um, the nonprofit that I run, and so just making that my my purpose, my goal, and um, putting down roots here, and haven't looked back. It's just been a blast since I've been here. Tell us about that nonprofit that you run. <laughs> well, it is called the James Best Foundation. Um, it is an organization that grants wishes to adults who are terminally ill. Um, so it's similar to Make-A-Wish, but for adults instead of children. Um, we became operational in August of 2017. And um, so we granted our first wish back then. And it was a riding lawnmower to a gentleman in Alabama. Wow. And since then, we have granted 27 wishes nationwide, awesome. and we're fulfilling wish number 28 on Sunday. Oh, that's, that's such a great story. Wow. Such a great organization. Do you find that adults are a little more discerning with their wishes? I would think they might be than children. Um, I'm a little close to it. My brother-in-law uh, ha has been involved with Make-A-Wish uh, in Dallas area, and one of my dear friends runs the Make-A-Wish here in Nashville. And, and I love it. I think it's a brilliant concept. It's a fabulous, fabulous organization. And these are generally children who have wishes. But I'm anxious to know, and I want you to speak to this a little bit about adults' wishes. Do you find them to be big, extravagant, or small sometimes, or a variety, or what? Most of them are actually just practical. Um, we've had, I mean, we had the two, we've had two riding lawnmowers, but again, practical. Um, there were two, wow. two gentlemen that lived on property that, um, they love being outdoors. They love being able to get out and take care of their own yard, but they didn't have the money to afford the, the mower, the riding lawnmower, cause it was on large property, um, to keep everything up on their own. So by granting them a wish of riding lawnmower, it gave them independence back so to great. where they couldn't have independence and, you know, and so it was that. I mean, I've had two reconciliation wishes between fathers and sons where, you know, they'd been estranged for many years and they finally were going to come back to the table, but they couldn't afford the, you know, the flight mm -hmm, to, mm -hmm. to reunite the two. Um, so that's where we came on board. We, we um, bought the ticket for the son both times to fly to where the father was and let, you know, nature take its course. And I'm happy to say that the reconciliation did happen with both of those clients. So we were really blessed on that. Um, we've had a couple of celebrity wishes, so that has been mm -hmm. fun. Um, but most of them have been practical. Like they want to go on trips with family and mm -hmm. to make memories. So I, I just find that most of my adult wishes are just very practical. I think that's really interesting. That speaks to the maturity, you know, and want, wanting things. That, not that it, I don't mean to take anything away from children's wishes, but I think it's interesting that it speaks to them wanting more experiential and um, conversational and that kind of thing with family. Or like you said, the independence issue. That's a big one. What's, mm -hmm. the, what's the wildest wish you've had, Mindy, in your, you know, in your years? Um, really hasn't been wild. I mean, other than the riding lawnmowers, because that one was, they were 
the second one didn't know about the first. <laughs> um, so when I got the second one, I was like, another riding lawnmower. Okay. <laughs> um, so that one was really interesting. But I, I think just my favorite, um, now all of them are really special, but I think the one that is my favorite um, was a gentleman. His name is Randy. Um, he has since passed, but um, he lived in Michigan, had never been out of the region, never been on vacation, never flown on an airplane. Uh, he was in his 50s. And um, he had a wish to see the ocean for the first time oh, wow. in person. Wow. <clears throat> and so we come on board and I'm working with him. And it's very difficult because he's very depressed and despondent and discouraged. And so it's, it's very difficult to, you know, get him to say anything, get him to like organize <laughs> things. Um, but you know, we finally did, and we sent him and his brother, flew them down to Panama City Beach mm. and got them a condo, um, oceanfront condo, um, for a few days. And, you know, all expenses paid. We flew him down there, gave him spending money, all that kind of mm. stuff. And, uh, excuse me. And they just had a blast. I mean, they yeah. he was able to see the ocean for the first time and, you know, and just enjoy it with his brother and see things that he never saw before. Sure. And, um, when I, I, once he got home, I gave him a few days to recover and then I called him and it was like a complete 180. Wow. Um, instead of, you know, pulling teeth to get him to say three words, I couldn't get him to stop talking for 30 <laughs> minutes. That is That's such great. a great story. God, Mindy, this is such important work. Yeah. How can we help you? What do you need to grow this? I mean, this is the kind of thing that, you know, I'd love to get involved with. I yeah. just think it's important. Well, and I, I, I love that question, Gina, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to circumvent that a little bit. Mindy, tell us why you started this. Yes. I'd love to hear that story. And then we can talk about what we can do to help you. Yeah. Right. Um, well, I was started, um, was personal. Um, and the reason that it's called the James Best Foundation is named after my dad. Um, he was... Um, this was back in 1997. He was 38 years old um, and was diagnosed with terminal brain cancer mm. and died when he was 42. And he had a wish. We were living in Orlando at the time. And he had, he loved Garth Brooks. Absolutely mm. loved him. And, you know, I would find him watching his TV specials in his chair and just kind of getting lost in the music and just going to his happy place. And um, I really wanted to grant that wish for him. Like I wanted to get a meet and greet or concert tickets or whatever. Um, but without the resources, I wasn't able to make it happen. And um, it just, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And because I was like, you know, if he was between two and 18, he could have his wish, right? Through make a wish. But because he's 40, he can't. And I'm like, well, you know, adults need to have their wishes granted too, because adults, they, especially in that age, they have sacrificed for society. They've sacrificed for their family. They have, you know, just given of themselves in a lot of different ways. And then when something happens, you know, it's like, oh, so sad, you know, good luck. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was like, that's not fair. Right. So that was when the seed was planted 
And it just took me a while, but like I said, we finally uh, granted our first wish in August of 2017. Um, but for us, it's, you know, all about giving that hope and that joy in a real desperate time and situation. And um, what I love about it is that when we grant a wish to a client, there's a ripple effect because it's not just affecting the client, but it's affecting their family and their community as well. Sure. So. It's just a really cool thing that, you know, we do. So you started in 2017. How did, how did you find your first person? I mean, I mean, you're advertising mm -hmm. friends and family or what was, how was it like? And then you know, I'm going to keep going with that is how do people find you today? So, yeah. Right. Um, this one, I believe um, once we got it started, I was put out the word to a couple of social workers at Vanderbilt, the um, Ingram Cancer Center. And um, <laughs> so I put out the word there and that's actually where the first one came in is from a social worker um, from Vanderbilt. And um, she called and she told me the situation and she's like, this is like really intense and we need this to happen like yesterday. <laughs> so um, that's where the first one came in. People in general have been finding me either through word of mouth or just by Googling um, like adult wish and we pop up and they give us a call and, and, um, or they just submit an application. I've, mostly they'll call me to say, Hey, this is what I want. Can I have it? And then I walk them through it. And, um, but then I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, I received an application out of the blue. So no phone call, just here's an application. <laughs> so that's that's kind of how they find me. It's just online. So what is the process? It's just so the people understand mm -hmm. what that is. So the process is we our application is online on our website. Um, and we have three main qualifications. Uh, you live in the United States. You're between the ages of 21 to 65. And you have a diagnosed life expectancy of uh, 18 months or less. Those are our three main qualifications. Um, and if you meet those, then you're eligible to apply. And it's a lengthy application. A lot of it is, you know, legal and initialing and all that stuff. And then you um, have to get your doctor to sign off. Uh, there's a form for them. So there's a HIPAA release. Um, there's also a HIPAA release that they, they the client signs so that I have permission to call the doctor. Um, they have to write a story as well about what they're wanting and their like the story about them. Um, and if it's a celebrity wish, we ask them to do about a 60 to 90 second video of their request. Uh, cause we do find that videos tug at the hearts of celebrities. And, um, that's how we get most of our celebrity wishes done is through video. Um, and then they just submit that all to me. And once I get it, I make sure that everything is signed and everything is good to go. Um, then I end up calling the doctor on file and talking to them and letting them, asking them um, about, you know, the client, making sure the client, you know, has what he says he does and just verifying the information. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other thing is that I make sure that what the client wants, they can do. So, because I don't want to do anything that's going to be detrimental to them, to their health. So most of the time we've the 
doctors have been okay with what the client has wanted. I think there's been only one that said no. <laughs> and then we had to work with something else. So. Wow. That's so interesting. Do you uh, solicit volunteers, Mindy? I mean, how do you staff and are you looking to grow it? Or, I mean, is this something how, yeah. Is there something that we could put out there or that you, mm-hmm. how does that work? Well, a lot of times, so volunteers, if people want to volunteer, we try to get their information. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of what we do is just by phone and coordinating. Okay. Um, so, but the volunteers, they will be needed for like events when we do mm-hmm. them. Um, we've got um, some of the events coming up is we're doing basketball tournaments uh, featuring first responders all oh, over wow. Tennessee. That's so great. we did Wilson County a couple of weeks ago. We've got Sumner County coming up um, in June. And then we're working to try to get the other de- other counties involved as well. Um, so those kind of events, yes, we definitely need assistance, you know, with one running tickets and concessions and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I mean, as far as like the everyday thing, our volunteers are very, like what we need is very specific. Um, like we, because we're a young nonprofit, like I don't even get paid myself right now. Sure. Wish I could get paid eventually, um, which I know will happen. But needing very specific help as far as like marketing, mm-hmm. um, because that is not my forte. Um, that is my weakest, you know, most unattractive hat that I have to wear. Uh, <laughs> for me. And, um, so yeah, just finding those people and we found them a couple of times, but what we have found is that, and they'll take us on, but because we're not paying them, mm-hmm. they, you know, we get pushed to the bottom Yeah, and, you know, which I understand, you know, because they have to get paid and I, I get that. Um, but you know, in order to get to that point, to being able to pay people, we need the volunteers on the front end to be able to push it. And, um, you know, trying to figure out ways to market this. Um, There's two sides to the marketing. Um, Marketing to the first side is marketing to um, client, potential clients and their families as the first marketing piece. And then the second, the other side of it is marketing for donors. Uh, marketing to those people that have the money that go, wow, this is a really unique concept. And they look at our success and then look at what we've done and they're wanting to invest in it Um, because that's, you know, getting to that point then will allow us to pay others. We just kind of have to get that ball rolling. Um, But in the meantime, it's just donations and in-kind donations they keep us running. That's great. Yeah, no, I love it. And um, and so when you have these events, are those fundraisers for you as well or awareness events? Um, a little bit of both. Um, we we work with first responders because we like to try to celebrate them and kind right. of give them an outlet. And we found that they absolutely love it. They love the competition. Um, so we get to celebrate them and it's also awareness for us. So people know who we are and like during, you know, half times or whatever break periods, 
we'll get in there and share a little bit about who we are. Um, and then also it's, it's a fundraiser. Ultimately, is it a fundraiser for us? So any money raised sure. from ticket sales, concessions, that goes to the foundation as well. That's great. That's great. Yeah. So, um, if people want to find the website, where are they? Where do they have to go? The website is jamesbess.org. Okay. Awesome. That's exciting. And yes. if, people want, if people want to get a hold of you, how can they do that? Um, all of the contact information is on the website, so it okay. makes it easy. Um, email, um, phone, text. Um, the phone number on the website is my cell. It's the only number we have. Okay. Um, so people can reach me there and or by email. So, cool. yeah. And then, and then for, for me, one final question. Where do you see this in, in a year or two? Where do you want to take it? What's your goal? Cool. Um, <laughs> our goal is just growth. Um, you know, I want to be able to grant more wishes. Mm -hmm. um, I want people just to know like who we are and, and to know that, you know, I don't know where we see each in a year. I would like to get to the point where I'm granting at least one wish a month. Okay. I like that. That's a great goal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. At least, I mean, on a short term, just one wish a month um, and having the funding and the other resources to grant that wish, obviously. Um, and then, you know, grow it to multiple wishes every month. That's great. I love it. I love it so much. I know me too, Mindy, this has really been interesting and enlightening and, you know, motivating in so many ways. You know, bless you for starting this. I just yeah. think it's very necessary, especially with the state of, you know, health, adults and, and their health. These are issues that are needing to be discussed, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah, just to, it to definitely is. Go ahead. And, um, yeah, I feel like, you know, like we said at the beginning where we were, it's just busy. You know, adults are just lead very busy lives. Yes. And they don't often take time for themselves, um, whether it's they don't realize it or they just don't have the resources to do it. Um, a lot of my clients are just low income. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't have the means to go on a trip or to meet a celebrity or, or something like that. And, you know, it's all about, you know, they focus, doctors focus on the physical, you know, making sure that even the physical body is, you know, is working or whatever. But a lot of times it's the mental health. Sure. Yeah. And Absolutely. and that's kind of where we come in is the mental health. We mm -hmm. come in and we're like, you know what? We see what you're going through. We see the struggle. We see the struggle in the family. And we want to do something to help and to bring that hope and that joy back into this situation. And, um, you know, I was talking about that one client in Michigan. Um, but when he got back, you know, I told you he couldn't stop talking for 30 minutes right. just explaining that you know oh my gosh i saw a lizard roaming free on a bench <laughs> and that i mean just the little things that we take for granted yeah. it's meant a lot to him and um i actually had to get off the phone with him because i was about ready to be a puddle of tears on the floor <laughs> because sure. he he told me he goes because of what you did for me I now have a reason to fight again. Oh, oh that's uh, fabulous. Boy, Minnie, that makes it worthwhile. Wow. That makes so it worthwhile. It does. And see, and that's what we do. That's the whole point. 
is, you know, come on board and like support them in their, their battle to be able to give them that reason to fight and to let people know that they are seen, they are heard, they are loved and they're cared for. Yeah. And, you know, they deserve to be treated with respect and with love. Wow. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I know you're kind of a rock star to us, Mindy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Bless well, you for this. Absolutely. Like said, when we met you at the net, at the networking event, which by the way, although you think your marketing skills are not the best, you're a good networker. So yes, you are. Your story comes across very quick and, and very passionate. So thank yeah. you. Kudos to you. Kudos to you. So Mindy, thank you again so much for being on the show. We appreciate you so much. We were excited to have you on here today just to share your story. Um, and for uh, for those to hear that what your your passion is all about, why you started it, and and the gift that you are giving to those that um, that just really need that uplift at a certain time in mm-hmm. their lives. So, mm-hmm. just amazing story. Thank you so much again, Mindy, for being on the show today. You're so James Best, right? Jamesbest.org. Correct. Yes, ma'am. Hey, I just wanted to give that an- another shout out there so people know. I appreciate it. Yes. All right, and to all our listeners, thank you again. And, you know, as always, Jen and I love to get your feedback. We get it uh, in a weekly basis here from you. So we appreciate that. Um, if you know of anybody that would like to be on the show, please reach out to us. Let us know. You can reach out to Jeff at pulltheshoot.net or visit Jana at janalandry.com um, and just let us know uh, how things are going. But for all the things that are going on that we get sidetracked with, um, talking to somebody like Mindy today was just so uh, grounding for, for both of us. Yes. Uh, thank you again, Mindy, for that. We thank you, Mindy. You're welcome. Thank you again for having me. Right. And uh, until the next time that we talk, everyone, just uh, stay safe and be healthy. Take care. Bye.